Hello and welcome back to the Aligned Podcast, where we have honest and open conversations about personal development, business and self-mastery. Today we are going to be talking about slipping and not sliding. I have recently slipped slightly when it comes to personal development and a few things have happened in life and I have recovered them nicely and got back to things. I'm joined as always by Tom Waller. How's it going, Tom? Lee, great to see you again today. Great to see you too, mate. What's been new in your life, my friend? I've got a new coloured hat. You have, haven't you? I noticed uh, that today. I quite like it. <laughs> so so got, how many is that now? Uh, it's nine because I bought a grey one as well. So I had seven. I'm on and I've bought a duplicate of the black and the blue. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, all good. Lots going on. Um, Motorbike test completed. Yeah. New bike um, acquired. Which is pretty sick. Just saw it when I came in here. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. Very happy with that. Very happy with it. What about you? How's things? Good, man. Just got back from Ireland, um, which just totally wiped it out of me, uh, which is cool, um, which I'm sure will come up in the show today. Uh, But it was nice to be on a plane again, teaching again, great group of people over in Ireland. Um, I just hope that... uh, Next time I actually spend some time with this, it looks beautiful, like mm. really beautiful uh, yeah. part of the world. Um, so now I've got a chilled out few months and then off to the States. And I haven't told Sarah yet, I've got an opportunity to go to Bali in October. Bali's, uh, have you been to Bali? No. It's fucking awesome. For a mastermind. And I'm like, can I? Is it, wait, where's it at? It's, it's not that guy who's built a, like a specific, he's built like a little village. No, oh, no, he's different. That? Uh, no, I'm not. Oh, I can't remember what it's called, but it is awesome. Um, I'll, I'll add the link yeah. in here because there's a guy, he does, he's very fitness related and he's building like these, these, they're not huts, they're like luxury and yeah. they're up in the mountains, in the forests and he's building multiple of them and he's holding massive masterminds. I love that. Um, but yeah, when when's the Bali one for you? It's, Maybe October. The guy I do masterminds with, he's got a group in Australia. He's got a group over here. The last one we did was before COVID. It was in Thailand. And he hired three amazing villas on the side of a mountain or side of a hill in, in Thailand. Poor looking out over the uh, over the ocean. Dude. Nice. Just a great experience. The, the shitter was, all the Australians were used to the heat and the, um, the humidity. So all the Brits were like, let's do the masterminding inside with the aircon. All the Aussies are like... No, we're outside, mate. Yeah. So it was, just, uh, it was awesome. So Bali, I'm hoping, I'm hoping. Bali is like Australia's Mallorca or, or like Malaga. Or, or, you know, like Brits go, go to... Go there, yeah. Bali's like there. So is it? There's a part of Bali called Kuta and it's just carnage full is of Aussies. I had, a, I had a... When I was there, I had a guy with one arm and a mullet trying to fight me in one of the bars in Bali and I was just like... No, mate. This is brilliant. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping I can go, but we'll see. Uh, one of my associates is taking two weeks off in October, which has kind of trumped any movements, but we'll see. Mm. So slipping and not sliding. I mentioned briefly, but recently I was doing my motorbike test and my legs, as you know, and as we've mentioned on the podcast, are very poor mm. and they are not used to being in the positions that I needed to be in. I was basically sat like a frog. The, the bikes that they um, that we trained on were SV650s and I'm just too tall for them. Simple as that. Any race bike, really. They're made for the shorter man or woman. And um, yeah, so my legs took a real, real beating and I let that get the best of me and missed a couple of days of the gym and then it soon went into a few more. And over the last, I mean, I'm, I'm back on it now, but I missed in total about eight days of gym. Mm. 
And I think I had one session in between, but it was painful. And then I had a couple more days off. So eight in total. And um, everything else just follows suit. I still did my morning routines. I was still up before five. I was still reading. I was still meditating. But that's so ingrained and habitual for me that it's like, even though I'm still doing that, when I'm not training and I'm not like sharing online, I feel like I've slipped and I, and I have slipped. Um, but we're going to talk about getting back on the horse today. And it is okay to slip. People do slip. Um, but as long as you get back on that horse and you are carrying on, and I am now back, I'm not sharing as much as I'd like to online yet. By the time this comes out, I will yeah. be. But I'm back in the gym every day. I am um, feeling much better. And I can only imagine how people who never go to the gym feel. Yeah, it's the thing that can get you back on track. It is. It's the, it's the linchpin for everything in personal development. It, and in life. I mean, I was talking I was talking about this the other day. It's like, um, people wait until they feel good or feel better before they go and exercise. Yeah. And it's just completely the wrong way around. So, you know, it, you have, what releases the endorphins that makes you feel good that wants to spark you to doing more is moving the body. That's mm. what we're designed for. Um, and I think when you slip, a slip for context is you're in the routines, you're going through the habits and behaviours that have got you to where you want to go, and then something sidelines you and, and it causes you to move off track. Mm. When it turns into a slide, it's when you then have the knock-on effect to all other habits. Mm. And I think the thing that stops people from getting back is that slide turns them into a victim. Mm. Uh, and you become a victim of circumstance, um, which is so easy to become because the world around you goes, it's okay. You know, you, you this happened to you, so it's fine. Like, mm. don't worry about it. Relax, chill out, do nothing. And it's like, well, that just ends up being like everybody else and everybody else is just not as good as they should be. Yeah. Um, and if you're trying to get anywhere in life, uh, which our listeners are, you have to turn that slip uh, and you have to check yourself before you slide. And check is saying, oh, I realised I've slipped here. How do I get myself back on track? Mm. So I suppose you did your you did your bike uh, your your bike thing. You, you genuinely you genuinely heard yourself. I mean, I, you you did your best John Wayne impression as you were walking, like it was horrendous. It was bad. Um, but then what's the what's the thing that made you realise? Oh, I'm actually starting to slide here. What what was the change? So. It was recording the podcasts. Mm -hmm. So we came and recorded the podcast and I'd had a couple, I'd had a few days off the gym, a um, little bit more last time we, we recorded. Mm -hmm. And um, I just noticed that mentally I wasn't there. I wasn't sharp. I wasn't able to think of the things I wanted to think. And it was because I'd not been training and my, and my mind was just clogged up. And you said to me, go to the gym. Yeah, I remember it was, <laughs> yeah, it was in, in yeah. here. And I went to the gym immediately as after here. Um, and then I actually had another day or so off after that. Um, but I got back in and just going consistently again, just pick, picked everything back up. But the resistance to go back to the gym was there. Like yeah. I'm not naturally athletic. I'm yeah. naturally lazy. Yeah. I've, I've been overweight my whole life and it's... I can see why or how people do slide because when you do miss a while off the gym or even worse, if you've not been for a long period of time, say you used to train and you've been out of the gym for a year, which some people will have, um, 
the resistance to get back in is there and it goes back to the obstacle is the way doesn't it yeah the thing that you feel the resistance to is the thing that you should you have be doing. to move through yeah it's really interesting like uh, outwitting the devil that book that we i think we've spoken about in another episode like the devil is this thing that is keeping you in comfort tempt- tempting you into in things that aren't good for you but there's this natural state of a human being that the book discusses, which is called hypnotic rhythm, which essentially is consistency of habit. Um, and it's so easy to have a consistency of a poor habit. We talk about consistency being something that is vital for success. And it's not a lack of consistency that makes people unsuccessful. They're just consistent in other areas. Yeah. Like I was talking to you, we just just traveling this weekend and seeing the state of human beings uh, is it's dis- well, it's disgusting. Like it, I'm going to piss people off by saying that, but it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Fat, lazy, uh, dropping things on the floor, not bothering to pick it up. You know how you do one thing is how you do everything. Um, tardy dress the lot, but they have consistently poor habits that are keeping them there, um, and it's finding our rhythm back into those good habits. And it's a lot easier to be consistent of poor habit. Mm. than it is to be consistent of good habit. Um, and it's very easy for a poor habit to pull us off. Mm. And that's why you just have to continue and relentlessly do the good habits so you find this what's called hypnotic rhythm. Yeah. Like you said, you've got that for your morning routine. You wake up, you do your morning routine. Yeah. You just, your propensity, because you're, because you haven't been an athletic person for a mm. long time, it isn't that ingrained rhythm in you mm. yet. No. And um, an injury, like it, it, because it was an injury, because I was in pain, that's what pulled me out of the gym. Yeah. I can still read a book. I was sat like I was doing a lot of mobility work. And that's another thing. I was doing mobility work and I was telling myself, oh, you, you're doing something. You're doing this. Yeah, it's all right. But it's not the same. Like I, you can stretch and do that stuff. And yes, I needed to do that but I also needed to be lifting. Um, and I think it is the endorphins. I think it's a huge part of it. It's a huge part. I, I just, I said to you, coming back from Ireland this weekend, it wiped me. I haven't traveled for a long time. Um, and the travel and spoken, I said, the, I've stopped wearing my whoop for a couple of days, but I was 8% recovered the day I, I was due to give the talk. And I didn't realize I was 8% recovered, went and did a huge uh, training session that morning. Mm. And I was wiped. My body was wiped. And I came back this week. Uh, I managed two days in practice, still going through, you know, exercise, gym routines, training hard. And then I, ju- I just had to stop. So I've had, today's my first day back. I had two days off the gym. However, um, I took the dog out earlier in the morning and turned it into a little bit of a run walk. So not the full exertion that I should be doing, but something to stimulate my body and and. and mm keep to the habit or the hypnotic rhythm is important so yeah even though i stopped the gym i still i was dropping weight um i because i was riding those bikes and Mm. because my body was under such stress so for example i bought i've bought two motorbikes recently one of them i fetched from stoke-on-trent and one of them i rode back from colchester when i rode the one back from stoke-on-trent uh I can't remember how long it took me, but it was it ta- it was ta- I was having to stop because my legs were in that much mm. pain, and my whoop told me that that day I didn't go to the gym. I burned four thousand seven hundred calories. 
from riding the bike. <laughs> so, and I had to keep stopping and like stretching my legs out. And but I wanted to get the bikes back, and it was the same same thing when I bought the other one as well from Colchester. Um, so my body was has been burning calories, but it still wasn't enough for me mentally. No, it's the it is actually the I cannot say enough about how everybody should be lifting weights in my opinion and it's it's the you know it's people are going to listen to this and, and that's all they're going to take away but it's true it's like we get to that comfort point we get to that point where we we alter slightly because of circumstance something's happened we've slipped and we alter slightly and we kid ourselves it's okay mm. it's okay i'm doing this. i'm going for a walk every day it's fine going for a walk every day is bullshit exercise like, for fuck's sake, like, honestly, it really gets, really gets me like, yeah. oh, I exercised today, I went for a walk. Come off it. That's not exercise. No. If you've got a dog, you do that every day. Yeah, but it's, anyway, it's movement times. of the body. Yeah. Your body's designed to move. That's not exertion. No. Not exertion. And it's unacceptable for, for, the, for the health advice of a nation to be, it's okay to just go walking as you exercise. Mm. It's never going to outdo any of the bad stuff that people are doing. And even if you have the best exercise, you can't outwork a bad diet. You have to get, you have to do both. Mm -hmm. um, but this is where that comfort comes in, and that slip really turns into a massive slide. I can't remember who I was listening to. Someone in the fitness industry, and they were saying, it's very easy to see where people go off track. They, they make that one mistake, that one mistake. They're doing really well, and they just say to themselves, I'll, have to, I'll just have that one. I just have that one bit of cake. Mm. I just have that one bit of cake, mm. and then it's hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, gone. Um, so suppose when people are, you know, we're all going to slip. Lee and I have both shared experiences where we both slipped. You, you may be listening to the podcast now, and you, you probably have slipped. You may be in a funk right now. You're using this podcast to try and get yourself out of the slip. Um, and I suppose that understanding that not everybody is perfect. People do fail. People do uh, fall off track. But it's about saying to yourself, it's not okay to fall off track and then just think, oh, well, I'll just accommodate. I'll just adapt. I'll just do something easier. Mm. It's about saying, okay, I've definitely slipped here. What do I need to do to get myself back on track? And we've done an episode on um, getting yourself going when, you, when you're in a funk, I think it was. So suppose... What are some things, and I know we've said about lifting, we can say that again, but what are some things that you would say to people to do if they're in a funk uh, or they have slipped to get themselves back on track? Yeah, I'd say probably, like you said earlier, you'll hear from a lot of people, oh, it's okay, don't be hard on yourself. Uh, don't be like, don't listen to that critical voice in your head. I would say, do listen to that mm. critical voice in your head. I would say, do be hard on yourself. That voice in your head is your conscience and it's, telling you that shit for a reason. Like I knew I was slipping mm. when I wasn't going to the gym, even though I was in fucking agony with my legs, mm. I knew I was slipping. And it was that voice in my head that was like, get to the fucking gym yeah. that pulled me back in and, and you, but got me back in the gym consistently. And like, it's just totally flipped everything and, and changed everything. Um, and we have said go to the gym, but I will reiterate it because it is the fucking linchpin and it is the one thing that mm. will make everything else easier. I can't remember what book it is, but it, it, it might be the one thing. What is the one thing that makes everything else easier or irrelevant? And for me, and I think for everybody, that one thing is the gym. Yeah. 
that one thing that makes everything else easier is going to the gym. And I would just say a lot of people, people listening to this may have slipped. They may even be in a slide. You might not have been to the gym for six months and you're thinking, well, how the hell can I get back after this? And I would say it is okay to be where you are, but it's not okay to stay where you are. Just 100%. keep like, don't, there's no good like being, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm, I'm fucking loser. You're not a loser if you get back on the horse and get back in the gym and get your habits back on track and carry on. Personal development is not about being 100% perfect all of the time. Nobody is 100% perfect all of the time. It's about being consistently better than you were before. And I think as long as you get back on a horse, you can do that. I, I completely agree. Another thing I do sometimes if I don't have time to go to the gym and I need to get myself back out of a funk or on track, I jump in a cold shower. Mm. Just instantly get in a cold shower. Yeah. So, so if I, you listen, I, I say if people are at home and they're listening to this and they're in a funk, just press pause, go upstairs, turn the cold shower and just jump in there for two minutes. Right away. I am coming up this month. I don't know the exact date, but it's a year of cold showers every day. Is it? I've missed about three or four days. Yeah. Um, just when I was somewhere where there was no cold shower. Have you d- I've done that. You go to a hotel, you put it on cold and it's still it's warm. It's fucking warm. Are you kidding me? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, give me yeah. some cold. Yeah. So um, There's a great book. Uh, and I was doing this, actually was doing this with one of my coaches uh, this week. This week we were discussing a similar thing in terms of working with other people. Um, and I've yet to read the book, but he gave the example of turning pro. I don't know if you've read the book, uh, Turning Pro. No. But he talks about the difference between you know, being amateur and being pro. So say you're playing football and you're, you're amateur, you go and play with your mates. And if, you, if you've if got a sore foot, you might not go to training mm. uh, and no one's really going to notice. No one's really going to care. Or you have a bad game and no one really notices and no one really cares. But if you're a pro, you don't have the excuse if you are sore. No. You just have to maybe right. take that cortisone shot or, or go through it and, and turn up. Yeah. And you might be a pro and you have a bad game. You still got to go to the press conference and face the facts. And I think this is the difference. Like when you make that decision to better yourself and move into personal development and and create something with your life it's about turning pro Mm. it's about saying to yourself like i'm not an amateur anymore like i have to hold myself accountable and no matter what happens in life still gotta turn up still gotta show up still gotta do it i think that's a really good point it is about just fucking getting serious with life yeah like too many people let too much slide like, oh, yeah, that's okay. and or, 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 oh, most people don't do that. Fuck what most people do. Yeah. Fuck what most people do. And then people, then you get the whole, oh, why do you take life so seriously? Yeah. I'm like, I can take life really seriously for periods of time so I can have a great time exactly. other periods of time. Yeah. Um, and just- also, life is fucking serious. <laughs> like, we're here once as far as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the main drivers for me is regret and not not looking back when I'm older and regretting shit. Like the motorbike thing, for example. If I didn't do that, every single person I know has said to me, don't do motorbike tests, don't get a motorbike. It's too dangerous, this, that, the other. And this is just one example. But if I hadn't done that on my deathbed, I would have looked back and regretted that. And that is a level of personal development for me. It's not easy to go through that training and do that test, especially with shit legs like mine. Yeah. And um, it's it's an it's a goal unlocked. It's an achievement in life for me. That's a, like a really important thing. But it's the same with business and personal development and getting into decent shape and everything. If you don't do it and you're on your deathbed and you look back, you're just going to think, well, I just fucking let that slip by. Yeah. So life is fucking serious. So get serious and take yeah. it serious. 
Yeah, uh, I just I was just thinking there the ultimate slip uh, in society these days is the dad bod. Mm. You know, it's just normal. It's okay. Yeah. But what example are you setting everyone around you mm. um, yeah. if you don't catch that slip and, and get yourself back on track? Mm. Good show, dude. I enjoyed that. Me too. I'll close off. Yeah, well, thank you. For <laughs> thank you for listening to the show. Uh, it's been brilliant to have you with us again. Uh, we hope something from there has encouraged you to uh, catch yourself in that slide uh, and get yourself back on track. We're not here to make you feel good. We're not here to just say it's okay. We're here to actually give you a kick up the arse and make you do something different. Uh, and we both share that from our experience. So um, if you know someone who needs to listen to this or hear this message, please make sure that you uh, just, just send them a link to the show. Let them have a listen. Um, and we really appreciate your listenership. Um, and we'll see you next time.